Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. We are staying now. Tune in every time. We don't do no cap. Report only facts. Crackers report. We got the news. New interviews. We got the stats. Keep it a wreck. Don't join the pack. The progress report. It's the progress report. It's the progress report. You know, should we got a special guest calling in? Give up one second. Give me three minutes. Give me three minutes. Hold up. Hold up. Three minutes. Three minutes. Oh, okay. I'm going to mute them right now. But it's the progress report, y'all, man. We about to go live. Uh, we got, you know, Toddy from Black Ink Crew, New York. Now, um, I don't know about y'all, but I fuck with Black Ink Crew. You know what I mean? I don't even know if that helped. But I, I fuck with Black Ink Crew, man. Um, you know, I like them. I like the fact that they started from nothing. Um, definitely an entertaining show. I'm not going to lie. These, this past season, I haven't been doing the best job keeping up with it. But, you know, my best friend loves it. He keeps me in a loop. I got plenty of people that say they tuned into the show, so shit. And yeah, when we talked about interviewing her, a lot of people... A lot of people was excited. She that just has to do her black info drills like anyone's Got you. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, you know, we all about tattoos. I can say everybody here on the show, we a little tatted up. You know what I mean? Got a little tattoo like, you know? Some, some, little some, 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 you know? You know? Oh, right uh, yeah. Well, XL got her hand tatched. You know, she a thug, Takashi. Show, show me your precious tattoo. <laughs> Wait, what? What tattoo? <laughs> what? She's a bitch. No. <laughs> Silly, man. I'm like, what? I'm over here to really take it serious. Hey, hey, I'm ready to take it off mute. I'm mute, Wolfie. Oh. I didn't do nothing. You didn't have it on mute. They probably thought you weren't on the phone. That's, that's fine. Like, hello, we live, hello, we live, hey. we live, man. We about to call back. It's the practice support. You know, a little call, call check. You know? Hey, you ready? Yes, ma'am. We ready? Yeah, ready? Hold on one minute. One minute. Oh, okay, girl. Let's get right it. Right now. All right, so like I said, yeah, we got Toddy coming, calling in from Black King Crew, New York. For those that's out there listening, like, what's going on? Yes, Why are yes. we just looking at these three ladies? It's actually four of us here, but we got one person calling on the through phone. the phone. Okay, so just give us one Yo, sec. Yeah, just wake me up when you call. <laughs> Don't say wake me up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, Black Ink Crew, you know, they done expanded. They got the Chicago, they got the Hollywood joint. So, I mean, it's a franchise now, so they doing their thing. Compton, my bad. Yeah, New Orleans. My bad. Oh, shit, really? Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, New Orleans? Well, I know they still there, but I remember they had an um, episode where they were there and, like, somebody robbed their shit. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. They, they got a well, Black yeah, Ink Atlanta, too, so yeah, they going crazy. Yeah, that's man. Franchise. Absolutely. So, shout out to and Caesar. Just, I think, opening up doors. Absolutely. For other people, yeah. yeah for sure. Consider that be a thing. Our past guest, uh, Super Dope Closet Q. Yeah. He's a part of the crew now. Absolutely. Yeah, he actually oh, just called Oh, you're on the show. Yeah. 
Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. what's up. Because like I said, I, on her post. I did yeah. see that, but I didn't know he was on the show. That's hard. Uh, I didn't even know. But he's been styling season for a fact, minute. Facts, facts, facts. He did say that. So. Everybody's here. We here. We lit. Here. What's going on? Okay, we're here. She's going on live now. Okay. Hey, we just got Toddy confirmed on the phone. Black Ink Crew, New York. Yes, yes. Hey, what's up? What's good? How are you, Tati? I'm good. I'm here. That's what's here up. That's what's up. Truck. Okay. All right. That's what's up. The the uh, new episode just aired, right? It did, right? But I didn't even get to see it yet. Oh, man. Right. We didn't either because, you know, we we here on our show, so we going to watch it when we get to the crib. Don't worry, girl. It's going to be on five more times tonight. <laughs> You're right. That's you a fact. We'll see you later. That's a fact. So, Tidy, go ahead and introduce yourself to the world. All right. Well, you already know me. Um, my name is Tatiana, a.k.a. Tidy Tidy. I'm from Long Island, New York. Born and raised. Was in Miami for a few years. I've been in the tattoo game for a while. Okay. Uh, I, I started uh, getting tattoos since I was 16 years old. I got into the business part of it. Me too. I want to say maybe like, damn, it's been maybe like seven or eight years ago already. Um, and I love it. I love the industry. Um, drama's always been something that's been a part of my life. <laughs> and, you know, I just like to keep it real and be myself and learn about myself a little bit more every day. Absolutely. Now, I respect that. You got to. You know, that's the only way to grow and progress, you know? So, um, okay, so talk about getting into the tattoo industry. I know you said you was getting tattoos at a young age, but what made you, you know, want to learn about the business side of it? Um, oh, shit. I'm over here dropping my phone. I'm mad <laughs> What made me want to learn about the business side of it? Well, I've always been a hustler, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've always been the type of, I like fast money. I was in the bar scene for a while. Mm. And I got into the management side of the bar scene. And, you know, honestly, I took a trip to Miami one day. I walked into this shop, and I just fell in love with the shop. Mm. Man, it, fucking, it, it just changed my life. I went in for a, another piercing on my nose. Yeah. Oh, you know, whatever, I got mad piercings, and I met this dude from New York, and we started vibing, and I was with my dude at the time, so it wasn't even anything on other than just, like, good vibes, you know? <laughs> Say that. Damn, y'all, I was going through some shit in my life at the time, living out here in New York, and I just needed change. So I hit him up, and I was like, yo, I'm going to send you my resume, and you let me know. This is what, this is, this is what I could do, you know? And he kind of gave me an opportunity and I actually met him in fucking Anguilla, mm. uh, which is a small island right off of St. Martin. Mm -hmm. I met him in Anguilla for an interview, which was just a crazy experience in itself. And we fucking got money. We got <laughs> okay. fucking money. And, you know, it was a cool experience. So I said, fuck it, I'm going to take this risk. And I'm going to fucking leave New York. And I went to Miami and I was running four tattoo shops on my own. Shit. And... Yeah, I had a fucking team, and it was fucking, I love my my life in Miami. But, you know, life is all about, you know, setting goals, reaching those goals, and then understanding what's got to come next. Mm -hmm. So, for some reason, Empire, which was my fucking home tattoo shop, that's my fucking, my first love, um, and my biggest heartbreak, because leaving that shop was a fucking heartbreak. Mm -hmm. But, um... 
it was it was yeah. So that's that's what made me so in love with it. Just the family and the and the the industry and the art and the passion and you know I fucking I love Miami. Okay. But yeah, that's it. I, that's what really made me fall in love with the with the industry was just the freedom of it and the challenge. You know, especially being a woman in the industry, it is hard. Oh yeah. It's like the tattoo world is like fucking rock and roll. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And. But isn't art, isn't art like something that shouldn't be like male, you know, male dominated or feminine or female? Like art is just like a talent. It's not like a sport where like if you're stronger or something, you could be better at something where, you know, art alone. Should yeah, be I mean, art is open to perception. Mm -hmm. That's the thing about art. And with perception comes opinion. Mm. So. You know, of course, everybody, especially in the art world, we all want to be looked at the same, but we all see different. So that'll never be. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that in itself is a challenge to understand and overcome. That's true. Because somebody could do your artwork and they think it looks beautiful and you're like, hell nah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you know, that's why, you know, you some people are so eager to get cheap tattoos and you know, that's what they think it is. Like, oh, let me get a deal and shit like that's that. And that's not what this, this industry is. It's not let me get a deal. Keep that shit for fucking the flea market. <laughs> you know? like and no, and no disrespect to the people who started out in flea markets. But, like, that's right. not where you want to stay. You no. know what I'm saying? Like, tattoo is, it is art. And that's something you put around your body for a Forever. lifetime. That's a fact. That's a fact. I got a lifetime. <laughs> okay. Do, do, what you have, do you have any bad tattoos? Any cover-ups? I got, I got a cover-up. What did your cover-up for? Like, what was the tattoo originally? It was originally a um, a tribal butterfly. Uh, damn. That sounds scary. So I know. It, was, it wasn't even, it wasn't bad. I ain't even gonna fun. It wasn't even bad. But it was just one of those times where I tried to get a cheap tattoo. That's a fact. I tried to get a cheap tattoo. And I, you know, I went into somebody's house, and and that's my my first tattoo was a cheap tattoo at somebody's house, but that'll never cover. Fuck that. It'd be like that, man. But, I think we all got one of those. Man. Definitely. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba da ba ba ba. Okay. The other one, you know, it was on my back, so I just threw a rose over it. Oh, yeah. It, it, yes, back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, talk about, you know, getting on Black Ink Crew uh, New York. How did that come about? Uh, talk about getting on Black Ink Crew. Where can I tell my followers to tune into this to this right now? Uh, shoot, two ways: the Progress Support Media Group dot com, uh, Live Hip Hop Daily dot com. Tune in right now. Or Live Hip Hop Daily TV. Or they Live Hip Hop Daily TV. They could just go to the link in bio, like from the page that you tagged. It's our page. Oh yeah, check the my my now my check the post, y'all. Check my last post and tune in. Yep, 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 um, yep. Can you ask me how, I get, how, I, how did I get into Black Ink or how has it been on Black Ink? What was the question? Um, so just talk about just becoming part of the crew. Like, how did that even come about? You know, to be completely honest with you, I'm not really sure how it came about. But my speculation is, I remember 
while I was working in Miami, um, a production team came to one of our shops because, we, like I said, we have four shops, but we have one in South Beach, one in Boca. So imagine, like, you know, there was one in downtown, midtown. So what they had came to our Miami shop, and they were looking about looking to open, like, a Latin ink. So I remember shooting a pilot for that. Oh, that's dope. So it was like, I, like, I remember, like, you know, I got interviewed, I talked to some people, but for some reason it, it, it didn't go through, it didn't work out, you know? Um, and then one, then shit, I want to say maybe two years later, getting a phone call mm. from uh, some chick. And she was like, oh, what's up? You know, how you doing? And over, I'm over here, she called my work phone. So I was like, okay, you know, how can I help you? What are you looking to get? Blah, 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 blah. I had my work phone on me 24-7. And she was like, oh, no, I would love to meet you. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm over here like, yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, so who do you want to book an appointment with? Because that's what I'm here for. You know, like, that's, that's me. That's my energy. Like, don't waste my time. And I'm not thinking it's anything other than she's trying to get an appointment, you know? Right. And uh, that wasn't really the case. She was like, oh, I want to fucking, I want to put you on this show. We're looking for a manager. You got, you, you know, you look like you, uh, you know, I, I see your Instagram and da 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 And at the time, I had like 2,000 followers. Hmm. I was, you know, I was, I was the shit because I knew I was the shit. But like, I, I didn't have so many people knowing who I was and what, you know, like that I was the shit. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. So, change everything yeah, yeah no it's oh. yo one day it changes everything mm-hmm. one it could be one phone call man that's that's that shit you know i got that phone call i talked to my boss at the time and he was like go for it you know worst case scenario you come back so i figured i had nothing to lose you know like right. i didn't have nothing to lose and i fucking went right and if y'all remember my first experience on black ink was that halloween party oh yeah that was some crazy yeah. shit <laughs> Yeah. So after that shit, I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I was like, fuck this. I do not want to be a part of this. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I grew up, my mom's a librarian. So TV wasn't oh, something shit. I grew up watching. So mm. Black Ink Crew is never something I have seen before. Wow. I came in, I came in super thinking like, oh shit, I've been working mad hard at this management spot <laughs> in Miami and and now I got this opportunity that's being presented to me because all my hard work is paying off, mm. thinking that I'm coming in to really manage a shop. Not yeah. to really be on a fucking TV show. Reality right. TV yeah. show. Facts. What made you stick around? Because like you said, like when you first walked in, it was kind of crazy. So like, what made you want to stick around? So my the first, the first reason why I stuck around is because when I went back to my boss and I was like, fuck this, I'm coming home. He was like, Womp, no, you're not. I Ooh. replaced you. Oh, shit. So that was a fucking, that, that was what I said before. That was my biggest heartbreak. That shit broke my heart. I ain't never had my heart broken like that ever in my life. No man has ever broken my heart like what, what, that, what that felt like. So that was the first reason why I said, I said okay, bet. So now I'm going to do this shit. Mm. So now this is what I'm going to do because I'm here for a reason. So my first season, that's why I went, that's why I did my first season. My, I, the reason I came back for a second season, because if you remember, my first season was hell. Oh, yeah. I was fighting everybody. I was constantly like, you know, like, I, I might be little, but I don't think I'm little. Okay. You know, and I was, I wasn't really 
I've never been the type to back down. And I just took it and like, yo, I'm here. And I got to stay true to who I am. And you know what? Yeah, I got a big mouth. I've been consistent with that. I ain't never been phony about what the fuck I do or what I'm about. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's one thing that you either like it or you don't. But I'm not really here to be nobody but myself. I, so and I respect really that. You know, that's really hard coming into a new environment. And when I left New York, I was never coming back to New York. I was fucking loving Miami. I'm about to be out to Miami on Monday. Okay. So, like, I need to go. That's where my, you know, I love it there. But, yeah, so, I, you know, my first season was tough. True. And my pops, man, my dad. Hmm. My dad loves watching TV. <laughs> he, he loves seeing me on TV. Okay. I, he's my big fan. And he was like, Sassy, you got to do this. And you got to come back. And you got to keep not backing down. Mm. And you got to keep being yourself. And, yeah, you fucking, maybe you shouldn't drink so much. But <sighs> you... You know, do it, do it, do it, just right. fucking do it. Cause you know what, you know what? Cause one one day I'm gonna look back at this. I'm gonna be like, yo, let me let me Google something real quick and show you something. Like that's some fly shit. Facts. That's a fact. That's a fact. Well, everything everything wasn't always bad on Black Ink. We saw that you you know you found some love on Black Ink as well, right? Oh, yeah, did I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> you found some love. We saw, you know, you and Teddy. So talk about that. You know, just did you ever think that you would get to that point, just, you know, being a part of, you know, TV and just a new situation? Did you think that you would find somebody that you would be attracted to and, like? Um, uh, I don't I don't know if, that, if, like, I went in with, like, that, like, having any intention with that. You know, I feel like. Yeah. You know, you almost always, like, want to hope, like, you meet your, you know, you meet the person you're going to be with, you bump into them in the street and you cross shoulder, you know, you make eye contact and it's love at first sight. You know, like, everybody wants that story. Right. Or, yeah, we got at work and, you know, he picks up the pencil and we locked eyes or whatever the fuck, you know, like, everybody wants that fairy tale story. And I definitely grew up watching Disney, so I most yeah, definitely want that. a fucking... Fairy tale beginning, middle, and ending. What's up? You know, like for right. sure. Right. Um, but I don't. You know, I don't know. I think Teddy and I, Teddy and I's relationship was kind of something that, being new, um, Teddy kind of. I guess he made me feel safe. True. In a, in a way, he a teddy you know, bear. and that he made me feel safe on the. Uh, that he made me feel safe, and it was a new experience, and. Teddy and I were really compatible, which yeah. is why we can't really be friends now. Because we like mm. when we were cool, we was cool. Yeah, like we have we have fun together. We have a lot of a lot in common, uh, but we also have a lot not in common. And one of the biggest things that we don't have in common is our communication styles. Mm. Teddy is not. I speak my mind, and I don't really care who's listening and who's not listening. And that's one of the things that I think. Like, that Teddy and I always thought about, he would, you know, he would always be like, all right, you don't have to say that or don't get involved or keep your mouth shut. That has nothing to do with you. And I'm over here like, well, that's, that's not me, you know? Mm. So that was, that was, that was what that, what happened with Teddy and I. And, and, and you know what? And you guys saw that on TV because oh, yeah. that's what kind of was not worked out. Cause I was like, yo, what's up? <laughs> right. Like, you know, and, and that was, that was real. You know, I, I I think Teddy's great. You know, he's a great guy, but he's just he's definitely not the guy for me. 
Understood. Understood. Okay. So, so what's going on with between you and Donna? Oh, you know Donna's my boo. Whatever. You know what it is about Donna and I. What I think. I feel like Donna and I are so much alike, but she sees in me the stuff that she don't like about herself, mm. and, and vice versa. And that's why we didn't really get along as well as we should have in the beginning. Right. But, you know, Donna, Donna's, Donna's a bad bitch. Everybody yeah, knows that. Everybody sees that. She's got this fucking awesome vibe about her. And she does. She's got that same attitude and energy of she's going to say what she means and she's going to mean what she say. And that's what, that's what I, that's me. And that's when something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. That's what I fuck with, and that's what I want to fuck with. You know, like true, true, true. She's crazy. Her ass is crazy. You know, and I like crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now Donna lit. Okay. I like Donna. She got good energy, from what I can tell. She definitely does. Okay, so you know, talk about just the other cast members on the show. Like, what's what's real and what's what's not real, based off of what you know we the viewers see. Like, we see some people beefing. Um, you know, just well, I will tell shit. you this. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what I can. Okay, you know there's something right. I can, so. Of course, of course. Um, but it's real, you know. Like the every fight you see is a real fight. Mm-hmm. True. Right. I'm gonna tell. You, I'm gonna say that every fight is a real fight. You ain't never seen no fake fight. Okay. Respect. I'm I don't sure. know how this you can make a fake fight. You can never make somebody fake fight how some of us be fighting. Yeah. Um, y'all be y'all be definitely fighting on there for sure. So so yeah, it's not it's not you know fake shit. Yeah. It's always late, you know, we we were filming today, I had a fucking blast. It's always you know, it's a good time. It really is, it's a good time. It's one of those it's a it's a it's hard to explain, you know, it's like one of those experiences that Every day, it, it fucking it hits you more and more. Like, oh shit, is this 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 is life? You know what I'm saying? Like, for sure, yeah. People, I think that's the hardest part about it. It's like still trying to have a regular life with so many people watching. Mm. How do you balance that? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I smoke a lot of weed. Okay, four twenty. And yeah, and I and the gym, yo, and I really be hitting the gym. The gym is really it's super up. therapeutic to me. Mm-hmm. So getting my exercise in and smoking my weed it's is uh, and chocolate maybe definitely <laughs> kept me sane. True. 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 Yeah. Okay. Definitely respect. Well, um, any any last you know misconceptions that you might want to address so people know. Any last things that, that you to address? Yeah, any misconceptions or anything? Um, nah, man, I'm grateful. I'm blessed. It's been nice talking to y'all. Definitely. I think, you know, I think that, damn, I, I just thought of a quote. It was like something about 
you know, to be successful, you got to have friends. But to be really, really successful, you're going to have some enemies. And mm. just to continue just to focus on yourself and people going to talk to you anyway. So you can That's say whatever fact. the fuck you want to say. You won't say it to my face. Uh, okay. Who you talking to right now? <laughs> Uh-huh. Real shit. And I do. I love you know, black king. You know, I love my job. I know I work hard and whatever. Everybody in here on my live talking about over two over receptionist. Yeah. Get out of my stick. Hey, you got a job and you love your job, so that's all that matters. Right. Real quick. Y'all can so, have so, a good night. Real quick, we want to ask you. So we ask all our guests what the word progress means to them, because the name of the show is called the Progress Support. So, what does the word progress mean to you? What does the word progress mean to me? Yes, ma'am. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say progress means to me doing things for the better. Okay. True. Doing, knowing better and then doing better because you know better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what progress means to me. Respect. Well, hell yeah, we appreciate you being here with us. You know, we're going to have you just, you know, give us a little droppy drop, say who you are, and then shout out the Progress Support and let them know your social media. Where can they follow you at? All right. Well, thank you so much. I had so much fun talking to y'all. Progress Support, it's been a good conversation. This is Patty Patty from Black Ink Crew signing out. You can find me on Instagram. You can check into my live right now. We can find y'all. Where can we find y'all progress report? The progress support one on one media group, right? Yep. yep. The progress report media group. The progress support one on one on Instagram. Follow us. We follow back. Alright. So the progress report one on one on Instagram and the progress support media, media group. group website. Where we can find y'all. Yep. Yep. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much and stay blessed. Thank you so much. Stay blessed. Right back at you. Forward right. or onward move towards a destination. This is progress. Okay. Damn right. Okay. Thank okay. you. You got to get an interview when you come in the city, too. Oh, yes, for sure. Absolutely. I got to make my way over there. And we're going to let you know when we come to New York. All right, bet. All right. All right, cool. You have a good one. Good night. Okay. We ain't staying now. Tune in every time. We don't do no cap. Report only facts. Practice report. We got the news. Knowing the views. We got the stats. Keep it a rat. Don't join the pack. Know where we at. We ain't stay at nine. Tune in every time. We don't do no cap. Report only facts. Uh. Practice report. We got the news. Knowing the views. We got the stats. Keep it a rat. Don't join the pack. Know where we at. Yeah. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.